0: Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RV Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for joining me today, guys, on the video podcast, uh, the little virtual lunch and learn. Today, I want to talk about something that I think is, is of great value to businesses who are looking to grow their business and want to attract the right people for the right job. I think um, you know, having the right person in the right place is definitely a key to growing your business for 2019 and 2020. So <clears throat> today, I want to talk about seven ways to use social media for recruitment. Uh, and I do think it's a fresh take on on this idea because, I mean, obviously the tactics out there—you know, putting your job listing on Indeed and you know, career builder and, and some of the other networks. I mean, we're not even going to talk about that because I think that that goes without saying, um, you know, maybe some of the um, less traditional methods, maybe Craigslist, but I'm going to set that aside for now and and talk first about, I think, something that's really, really overlooked um, <clears throat> by businesses when they're thinking about attracting uh, potential employees and, and recruits. And this doesn't really matter. I mean, you could be in healthcare, education, government. It really doesn't matter what your industry is because this principle applies to, um, to any business, whether you're private or public sector. So I think the first thing to really understand is what's important to your new employee? What's important to your staff members? And think about that first. Because I think we make the mistake often in trying to tell them how great our company is um, and a little bit less in thinking about what's important to them. Because I think we've talked about this before in a a 2019 social web world where we are consuming content. at, at just an incredible amount when, when we talk about, you know, whether you're on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or LinkedIn um, or YouTube uh, or podcasts, you know, all the different platforms that are out there when it comes to, um, you know, consuming content. And then when you kind of pivot to not only consuming content, but content specifically for those who are career minded, you um, you know, I think is is something that that is happening at at a larger rate than what we understand. So, I think that's the first thing. And it was interesting, um, you know, meeting with a client recently who, you know, was really trying to think about recruitment. and And I asked them the question, "Tell me about your retention program." And um, you know, in the context of you know, we were talking about how to leverage social and digital for recruitment. Um, I, I do think they, they they paused for a minute and thought about well why is he asking about retention we're trying to recruit well I think retention at the end of the day is is really is actually understanding and have having processes policies culture um, the different components that really make up retention that that you demonstrate that your your company's commitment. Uh, to the importance and the value of an employee is, is really critical. So, you know, having that as a framework, I think, is is really important. And then I think the next, um, I think a mistake, it's not one of the seven ways. I think it's actually a mistake. And I think a lot of companies are doing it uh, still to this day is, you know, they go out and they spend a bunch of money and, and have a, a high-priced videographer come out um, or, or studio, and they record this single piece of creative, uh, and they try to hit, you know, maybe two or three important value points. Whether it's, you know, um, you know, offerings, specific offerings of the recruitment um, offer, or you know, if it's branding, uh, you know, from a from just sort of a uh, you know thirty thousand foot view. Um, And they produce a fantastic video. Don't get me wrong. The problem is, is that that singular piece of content, when you put money behind it, advertising dollars behind it, you've essentially got one bullet, you know, you've only got one ball in the cannon and, and that really. um, Limits the, the potential for the viral component of social to kick in. So, um, I, I think it's important for employers and, and recruiters to understand the strategy of making contextual creative that specifically speaks to whatever the, the the employee value is of your organization. So if you offer additional paid holiday above and beyond um you know paid leave that would be a benefit to an employee. If you provide continuing education dollars and training as part of the compensation package, that would be a value that's important. If you have a mentorship program um, or, or how do you create opportunities for career advancement within the organization? Again, all of these are, you know, specific, you um, Values and and processes and and benefits for employees. However, getting so granular into what are these specific values for recruitment is often overlooked and and not mentioned. And it's actually the one piece you may have a a you know twenty eight year old single mom. Um, who's looking for opportunity and advancement, who, you know, would be a great add to the staff. And if you offered childcare as part of your program, that could be a huge difference maker of why she might apply for the the position that's open at your business. So, you know, really being able to drill down and create content, you know, specifically for each one of the values uh, or, or benefits that you have, and then creating a set, a creative set that allows the platform, whether it's you know the Facebook ad platform to go to Instagram, Instagram stories, and so on. When you're able to take that and then allow the platform's AI to essentially feed each one of those pieces incrementally over time, you have a much greater chance of reaching a group and connecting with someone on one of those benefits that really connects with them. But again, the problem is most people don't do that. Most people, what they do is they create one 30-second, one minute, 90-second TV commercial, and then they try to put money behind it. And, and that's 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 really not the way to execute in 2019. You, we have the platforms, we have the technology, we can create this micro content that's very specific and personalized that can be part of a larger uh, campaign. So I think that is, if you start there, now we can go into the seven ways to specifically use uh, the social web for recruiting. So obviously you know looking at the the interest of, of your bit of your target group so obviously you know in in some regards um, the interest you know so you could put different websites and different industry terms you know um, that that are specific to you so again if it's healthcare or education or government you um, there's a very good chance that at some point your end user, your target audience, is going to have interacted with content that is related to their field at some point. Uh, and so targeting that behavior obviously is uh, important. Now, obviously, don't, don't overlook the advantage of creating a lookalike audience. So, again, for a lookalike audience, when you have the email group of your employees and you've got their email addresses, you can uh, upload that list into Facebook and ask it, create a, a lookalike audience for people who've demonstrated similar um, online behaviors to this group of email. So again, um, this is, what are the tendencies of your employees? Now I get, you know, like I'm going to look at information that's about, you know, Uh, football and and basketball and baseball. Someone else might be more interested in tennis. Um, But what's going to happen is there is a behavior set of this group that's going to let Facebook's AI go, oh, I see. Here's the patterns. Here's the similarities. Let's display the ads to those people. And again, it's an ad set, large amount of created, 12, 13, 20, 30 pieces of creative that specifically talk to each benefit. Now, um, you know, again, what what people are maybe not realize is that you can have the platform and give it, let's say you want to spend $1000 and it will spread that out across those different pieces of creative and you can see which one is being which one performs better by the likes and shares and comments and so on. So, once you take that information, I think the other thing to make sure you understand is is the the difference of the creative for Instagram versus Instagram stories, I think a lot of companies are still putting in um, sort of that, uh, what looks very much like an ad, um, and I think with Instagram stories, what you have to be careful with is, um, again, as a society, we, we're becoming more and more aware of when we're being served an ad, and we have a tendency to either swipe or next or, or whatever that is to move through it. So. I think it's really important that you think about the creative uh, when it comes to leveraging, you know one of the options that you have, uh, whether it's Facebook feed, Instagram feed, Instagram stories. You know for stories, I, I do think what we're seeing is that they're underpriced, However, they're poorly executed in most cases. So I think you know, leveraging a personal, you know um, uh, testimony, someone speaking directly, uh, about their experience, I think um, can go can can come across very genuinely. Uh, obviously, it needs to be really short, uh, very much like a personal. Hey, this is the experience I had. I'm here, and it's great, you know. So it's like twenty or thirty seconds, very short. Uh, and then I think you know, just the single image with you know whatever that quote is, or or whatever your um, you know particular uh, you know call to action again. The idea here is to inspire action and and not to be salesy, you know, not not to come across as a salesperson when it comes to uh, recruitment. Remember, the person on the other end needs to understand and really feel like you understand them and that you're connecting with them and what's important to them. Uh, So, okay, so that's interest. Number one. Number two, lookalike. Number three, volume of creative for your ad set, number four, Instagram stories, number five, I think targeting specific areas. So, you know, if you're in an industry that is, let's say it's trade school or there's there's some type of specific uh, curriculum or program at a, whether it's a university or a trade school or, you know, vocational school, technical school, you know, obviously make sure you're deploying the uh, strategy of location-based within the platform so that you can drop a pin on that specific location within a one mile radius and people who are traveling in that area and you can box it in uh, however you need. But I think being able to use that as multiple locations um, and not just, you know, taking a 25 mile or 50 mile radius uh, around your business, um, I, I think it's important to make sure that you are targeting that. Now, I think the, the the thing that you need to understand about if you are going to target that specific location, it's important to have um, think about multi intro right, multiple intros that are location based. So if you're going to place an ad for um, you know let's let's say it's a barber shop in or or a cosmetology or oof hello uh, beauty school right. Uh, in Orlando, you'll be like, "Hey, Orlando! Uh, hey, did you just finish uh, cosmetology at so and so? Think about this: we offer, you know, flexible schedules and gym memberships and you know, etc." So, being able to specifically say to that audience, "Hey, I'm talking to you," you have a greater shot of garnering their attention as opposed to just the generic ad, and so. Again, having a more complex, robust campaign that's contextual and personalized to your end user based on the location and their interest is really key. So, um, And then number six is retargeting. Obviously, we've talked about this quite a bit, but if you're going to spend advertising dollars through the social web and draft traffic to uh, your recruitment landing page, then obviously if they don't take action and they leave, you want to, you know, Follow them around and remind them, hey, remember, you were inspired by this ad and you went here. And so use that retargeting to um, provide them visual display ads uh, so that they can remember what they looked at. I think lastly, one of the things that we talked about is um, that I think businesses can leverage when it comes to the social web is many people don't think about YouTube as the social web, but it very much is. Um, as you've got literally millions of videos being produced every day and the fact that it's it's a user populated um, content source, that, that's social. That's the social web. So here's the thing. There is a strategy that is very successful and underpriced where I can do a Google search and a Google AdWords search, except instead of trying to place my ad through the AdWords search, I can actually leverage that search and show a a intro video or what's called a pre-roll video before the video launches that that person had typed in, you know, house cleaning tools or, you know, whatever, whatever you typed in in YouTube, but you're able to show uh, an ad based on a Google search that they did previously. So that's really uh, a strategy that's underpriced compared to if you just try to go and bid for, you know, the word, you know, bank teller recruitment or, you know, banking jobs. Like you're going to pay, you know, four or five, six dollars per click for that term compared to um, executing that same strategy. But using YouTube pre-roll is way cheaper because less people are doing it. Um, because it takes a little bit more creative to create video for that pre-roll. Um, but it's it's highly effective if done correctly, if targeted, uh, and specifically if it hits that right tone uh, and matches the motivation of your end user. So I think those are really the seven um, ways. I mean, there there are definitely others. Um, you know I think at the end of the day, when it comes time to recruiting, it really boils down to this, if you are really great at what you do, you are going to attract um, great people. And uh, and we've talked about this in a previous show, companies who become their own media company by publishing regular content in video, audio, images, and written word, and doing it at scale and demonstrating their their brand, um, you know, effectiveness and, and what their commitment is uh, and really getting out there, um, your visibility as, as an organization is going to be, you know, really elevated. And, and so by doing that, when you're, when it's time to execute a recruitment um, campaign, then you've got a base to build on. I think a lot of companies are going to struggle when it comes time to recruiting because they're starting with this as content. Um, You know, they're not they're not they don't have a long term play in place when it comes to producing content for their brand across these multiple channels. So I think that's something that um, all brands need to consider uh, when it's time to execute a digital campaign is is to have a foundation and have a base. Guys, those are my tips today for uh, seven great ways to use social media for recruitment. Uh, I do think those are some fresh takes on how businesses are connecting with potential employees to grow their business. Uh, Again, my name is Michael Wynn. I am the chief digital officer of Digital Ops. Thanks for tuning in and we will check you guys tomorrow. Have a great day.